the name of our Savior, Jesus, the Lord born for you and me. Well, here's a softball Christmas trivia question to hand out so that everyone feels like they can know something in the trivia contest. What song do the Peanuts characters sing at the end of the Charlie Brown Christmas special? It's Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Well, Hark the Herald Angels Sing is also the song sung at the end of It's a Wonderful Life. The other day, I turned on the classic Alistair Sim version of the Christmas Carol, and the movie begins with Hark the Herald Angels Sing. It's probably in other Christmas movies, too. It's a hymn that you can hear once in a while in a store, on a Pandora Christmas station, or even on the radio. Hark the Herald Angels Sing is part of the background of the Christmas season. And that's the problem. What the angels sing is not the background of this time of year. It's the very center of Christmas. Hark means pay close attention to, listen carefully. When angels sing, you listen. God's warriors are not some group of carolers in the mall creating a mood for you to spend money. No, the angels who sing are an army who fight the demons of Satan and who serve the Lord. They came to shepherds, and their song is the song of triumph the song that all the world needs not only this time of year, but always. The fulfillment of the promise of God to send the Savior to save fallen mankind from sin, death, and hell is not background. Rather, it is the message that is necessary for you to hear and cherish this evening and always. The problem is that it's easy to make the birth of the Savior into a sideline or background event. It is easy at this time of year to be busy with the buying of gifts, the baking of goodies, making plans with loved ones, enjoying songs like Jingle Bells or Rudolph or All I Want for Christmas, that the real significance and the real reason for Christmas becomes blurred or even lost. It's easy to watch Home Alone, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Hallmark movies. It's easy to look at lights and to isolate yourself from the world. Christmas time becomes a time for papering over the woes of this age, a break from the negativity of this world around us, rather than the time to know the real joy of Christ the Savior is born. It is easy to make even being here this evening part of the background of Christmas. Going to church on Christmas Eve can just be another part of Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, gathering family, opening presents, having another Christmas goodie, having a big meal. It's easy just to hear the lessons of Christmas, to sing the hymns this evening, to relish the beauty of the sanctuary, and not to have the voice of the angel bring true hope and joy to you. The angels, though, are not mere background for Christmas. No, they and their message are at the heart of Christmas. 
My sermon, my message for you this evening is Hark, the Herald Angels Sing. What they sing and what they say are indeed good news of great joy, which shall be for all people, especially this evening for you at Bethany. Notice, though, the setting of the shepherds here in the angels. They're spending just another night, like any other night of their lives. These are lowly shepherds watching their flocks to protect them from predators and thieves. Unknown to these shepherds, the Christ has been born a short distance from them. The Christ is lying in a manger. To these shepherds then, the angel appears and the glory of the Lord shines round about them. Because of the glory of the Lord and the fearsome nature of angels in and of themselves, they are afraid. So the first word of the angel is, fear not. The angel's not to come to kill or to punish them. Rather, the angel says, Behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. Now, there's no underestimating this line. First of all, Almighty God, the King of creation, sends his angel to the shepherds. Very, very, very few people in history have had a personal message from an angel. When God sends his messenger, that in and of itself is important. And this angel, the glorious and fearsome messenger of God, says that he has good news. Now in Greek, the sentence reads kind of like this, I am good newsing you. So every, every syllable I'm speaking to you is good news. In English, we hear good news of a great joy. This is far greater news than you're going to have a baby or that you've received your promotion or that your biopsy is negative. This is good news of a great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. This is the good news of a great joy that God's special messenger wants you to have and to know this evening. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. There is a Savior born for you to fully grasp the good news of great joy. Realize once again, you are a sinner. Your sin separates you from God. God is a holy God, and he is the center of life. When he is anything but the focus of life, that is sin. You are a sinner who would be lost if not for the Savior who is born for you. Jesus is born to save, and that is what he does. The baby wrapped in swathing clothes will one day be stripped naked of his clothing and be nailed to a cross and die for you and your sin. The reason for his birth, the reason he comes at Christmas at all, is to save you. He does die. He does rise. And Jesus is with you this evening. He is Christ the Lord. Now the word Christ means anointed one. He is the one promised to Adam and Eve at the fall. He is the one promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the one promised to David. He is the one promised for all mankind. He is the Christ and he is the Lord. 
Lord refers to him being God. He is true God, the God who saves. And he is true man, a baby born in Bethlehem. He is such a loving God for you and for me that he takes on human flesh and is born as a baby to be the savior of the world. He is love in the flesh and is born as a baby to be the savior for you and me. He does not despise his creation. Instead, he in love is born to save. The angel does not announce other births. You don't see that happening. The angel only announces the birth of the special child, the Savior, Christ the Lord. This angel who brings good news of a great joy of the Savior, Christ the Lord, now tells the shepherds where to find their Savior. And this shall be a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swathing cloths and lying in a manger. The shepherds might look for the baby in the best of settings, but he's not going to be there. No, the Savior chooses humble circumstances to be born because the whole ministry of Jesus will be of humble service, even dying on the humiliating cross. The shepherds will find the baby with just scraps of clothing around him, lying in the animal's hay. When the special messenger of God then has finished, he is joined with an army of angels. Your text, and you heard it in the King James Version also, says a multitude of the heavenly host. It does not quite convey the scene. These are angels lined up for battle. The angels who war against Satan and his demons. Now there's only one other time in the New Testament when angel armies are going to be present on earth. And that is the last day. When they come to take believers to be with the Lord, and to destroy those who are opposed to Christ. But this time, the angel army has something very important to say for you and me. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. All the angels of heaven know who is born. They know he is not background, but he is the savior. The angels exist to serve God, and they know the very importance of Christmas. They give their praise to God. They know that the Prince of Peace foretold by Isaiah has been born, and true peace is found only in this baby, the Savior of the world. I cannot even come close to imagining how glorious it must have sounded to hear those angels sing that night. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. That was the song of the angels that night. It's a joyous and triumphant song. It's actually the song that we as Christians sing every Sunday. And we sang a version of it this evening. It's called the Gloria in Excelsis. Every divine service, you sing with the angels as you sing, glory be to God on high, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And the angels knew the importance of Christmas and the church knows it too. So in the church, we week after week, service after service, continue to sing the song of the angels as we rejoice continually in Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This evening, listen carefully. This is for you good news of a great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior, who is Christ the Lord. 
This is not a background to your Christmas. It is Christmas. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Amen.